Hello. Hi. Hi. There we go. Can you hear me better? Yeah, that sounds way better. Do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound great. Um, It's funny how on our last recording, I made us start all over because Kristen, who was that guest, was very crackly. And then when I listened back to it, like the first like 10 seconds of me talking was super crackly. And I was like, ugh. Like, great. I was like, technology. That was... That was such a fun episode. It was honestly, I'm not being like facetious or sarcastic in any way. It was like life changing for me. I know. It was just, it was like a warm hug. It really was. I, I don't know. I think it was just so needed and just the strength and like community and having people going through similar things. And this actually kind of translates into what we're talking about today too, but just the whole, the mindset um, that we all share and the, you know, the training that we've all been through that has helped form our mindsets. Um, And to not to be on the negative end, but I think uh, the disconnect that it presents when we are, um, so Haley and I are trained through natural beaded rose, which is MBR, their business program. And it, um, the girls that we had on our last episode were two girls who went through that training at different times, but we all have the same mindset as Haley says. But then I think when you go into the salon or, um, you know, you have the salon owner or you have an assistant or whoever, who hasn't gone through that specific and it's very specific to us because it was so impactful Mm. and it's so, it kind of looks the same for everyone. I mean, obviously we all were impacted by it differently, but um, it puts us all on the same page. And then when you're around people who haven't gone through that, there is a break in communication or understanding. I think. Yeah. And they almost think that you're insane. Um, yeah, yeah, I would agree. And it's hard for them to fathom what you're talking about. And they're just, they don't understand because everything that we learned, anytime you're learning about a niche service, so whether it's extensions or not, but that means that to specialize in something, you have to refuse to do anything else. And we're in an industry where doing everything is not only expected, it's like you're almost frowned upon if you, if you don't. Um, so I I don't know. So then when you're trying to hold a conversation of, well, I actually don't, I don't do haircuts or I, it's wild when you, when you see people's reactions to you saying that, um, specifically other stylists, it's already weird enough for clients, but it's interesting when you say that to your peers in your own industry, their, their reaction to it. Yeah. I think clients are definitely, um, usually pleasantly surprised. And then a lot of times assistants who don't understand the frame of reference that you're coming from, I'm sorry. Um, like assistants or coworkers or other stylists, they almost it's almost like an instinctual like oh so you think you're better than I am you know and it's like like, this isn't about you like in the same way that what you're doing isn't about me Mm -hmm. you know um but I think Haley and I were kind of talking before this about the mindset that we um have been able to carry through from our business training with MBR and how that that has molded our mindset and um it's almost like we I kind of think of it as I'm like what did they do like what what happened um that broke us or what happened that like formed us into one kind of frame of thought and I'm reading a book right now and Haley said coincidentally this is kind of funny that she was about to start reading the same book which was it's the way the world works. Like once you start hanging out, I think with people that um, have good ideas and are smart, you kind of start 
leading yourself into similar things, but the book is called the war of art and it's talking about its main ideas about just resistance. So um, I think what MBR did in their business training is they, they kind of named our resistance for us, which was, you know, clients won't like when you have to fire them and tell them you're not going to cut their hair anymore. Um, clients won't like, or may resist staying with you when you raise your prices. Um, people are going to call you crazy, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to, you have to get over that and you can't fall victim or believe it because, you know, they, it's just people don't understand. No. And I, this is, I think what is interesting to me, people don't understand and they almost are like, what is she doing? They're kind of watching from a distance and not even necessarily talking shit, but they just are like, that's not going to work. That's, and they're almost doubting you until, until they're not, until those are the people that turn around and they start asking you questions and they start, well, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Like, I want to, I see what's happening with you and with your business and how, how do I get that? But the resistance that Hannah is talking about changing, <laughs> changing your business, changing an entire clientele is, is hard. It, there's no easy way around it. And so I can, Hannah and I can sit here and we can tell you every single thing that we did within our business to, to make it what it is today. And if you're not willing to do those same things, and I don't even know that it's not that you're not willing to, because a lot of times you're, you love the idea of doing it, but it's putting it into action um, and taking those steps. We all almost have to hit our our own breaking point of saying like enough is enough. I have been working 12 hour days, seeing X amount of people each day, working six or seven days a week with no days off. Like you have to get to that point where you physically, mentally, and emotionally cannot take it anymore before you are going to make any type of a change. And I think that being aware and acknowledging that pain point, but then seeing the possibility of what, what there is in the future, I think is, is key. And I do think that that's something um, that MBR did well with their training was painting that picture, naming, they're naming the struggles that stylists are going through Um and they're, they're painting the picture of, well, this is what you can have within your business. And so, but I don't know. I think that point, that breaking point is truly different for every single person. Yeah, <clears throat> I would agree. But I, I, I think too, we all have the same pain points as stylists. You know, we all have most of us, I would say 90% of us, um, did hair for clients we didn't like for years. And, you know, um, most of us dreaded going into work on certain days. Most of us Mm -hmm. resisted raising our prices when we knew our, our color back end prices were raised, you know? So I think, um, whether it's an outside source or it's within yourself. And I think it's honestly better, when people have accountability and have outside sources to give them permission Mm. or to name the pain point, it's almost like validating it. It's like when, you know, if you go into the doctor's office and you say, my ear hurts and you think, or maybe, maybe it's just sore. Maybe I slept on it wrong. And then the doctor looks in your ear and says, oh, it's infected. It looks red or whatever. It's like, you're almost, you have a sense of relief. Now your ear doesn't feel better, but you have this like, like the question has been broken, you've been validated and you know, you can move on then, you know, and, and whatever. So it's like, and not that I'm comparing them to doctors or anything, but it's almost, we need someone to name things for us sometimes to say like, no, this isn't okay. You don't have to work six days a week, 10 hour days. Like, yeah, I, you know, I don't do that. And people were mean to me, but like, if you do it, people are going to be mean to you too. And then eventually 
like Haley said, people are going to ask you, how did you do this? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, I, it's so much of literally life, like every single thing in life comes down to mindset when, when you think about it. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I was, I was so unaware when I don't know. I was, I was really rolling through just going through the motions of business. And I would truly say of life when I first started, um, extension training, like I just, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And when I say that, I mean, in, in the, the largest sense of life, like I, I know, same. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, because it, you're like yeah I I didn't even realize I was a slave to my clients but come to think of it when you put it like that I do I literally drop everything I will drop my prices I will I will drop plans I will put my family last to serve my clients and you're like I'm a freaking slave and until someone says that to you you're like no, I mean, it's fine. Brenda just needed, you know, this or what. And you're like, no, Brenda, I'm not actually, you don't own me. Like, this is the line. I did my best. Right. You know, of like, and that's, it's, it was so extreme though, when it was presented to us, right, Haley? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was radical. It was. And so I think, you know, I went from going through the motions to, my, my goal with extensions was literally to make my money back. Like that was it. And instead, and this is what is so powerful. Like, cause I've heard the feedback from other stylists. Like, I don't understand why we're diving into super personal stuff. I've been on calls with people. I've met people. And that's like one of the things that they're, they're like, why, why is it like personal therapy as well? Do you mean like the MBR training? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And okay. I, I think, I think that's a huge key with it. I think because your mindset with your business ties into your mindset with your life. And if all of, if you're not on the same page with all of those things, how do you expect like any of them to go well? Like maybe one of them are going well, right? but if your mindset's not, not there, where, where do you expect to be? So you have to be on the same page. Well, how would you define mindset? That's sorry. I'm just what I was just, I was literally thinking that that's why I kind of like probably just stopped mid sentence in a weird way. Sorry. Okay. I was like, Ooh, let's we, talk. Cause we, like, I feel like maybe if I was listening to this and I hadn't been through like any type of training, I'm just trying to put myself in those shoes and be like, what does Haley mean by mindset? Okay. So It's, it's literally how you think and how you view yourself and your business and what, and finding value within yourself. Okay. So what happens over time, like you said, you, we start in this career because we want a flexible schedule. We love people. We love interacting with people. We love making people feel beautiful. Um, we want discounts on hair products. We want discounts on Is hair that products. Just me? Yes. No, that, not just you. <laughs> so those are our intentions when we start. And yet here we are, we're in a service industry where our schedule, it's the, it's so easy to fall into this um, where you think you're going to create your schedule, but then you end up working around your client's schedule. And, and it's a subtle shift. It's the most subtle shift ever. And you don't even realize that it's happening. So you eventually get to this point where you're working nights and weekends. Like you said, you're taking time away from your family. You're not charging accordingly because whatever it is, maybe somebody has a sob story of how, and we life happens to people, right? Like they lost their job, their mom is sick, whatever that is. And so you being this like giving, caring person, 
you, how, how else can I help? Okay. Not only am I making you feel beautiful, but like, well, maybe I could just give you a little bit of a discount. Right. And so, so true. So, you know, you've all done it. We've all done it. And so this mindset, you start forming, all of these actions are creating a mindset for you that you don't necessarily even know that you have. So you aren't charging what your time is worth because one, you don't know what your time is worth it at this point it's not worth much because you are bending over backwards for literally every, every person in, in your life, other than the people that are the most important to you. So you, you don't even realize that there's another option out there because you're so burnt out. You're so exhausted. You are starting to, did I already say burnout? I don't even know, but Yeah. It's worth saying twice. Yes. You're literally just burn out and you start hating what you're doing. Why do you think a lot of stylists don't end up being stylists for a long time? Because the burnout is 100% real. Or you start hating, you know, your husband or your kids, or you can't believe the soccer coach wouldn't put your kids in for three quarters in a row. Like what is the world against me? I can't believe, I can't believe the vet charged me for all those extra like I can't believe that lady cut me in line at the grocery store it's like this like it's it's literally a mental attitude yes and it starts to eventually you don't you don't know it but it turns negative Mm -hmm. and so when you're not aware of these things and I think this what I'm trying to describe right now is just going through the motions of business and in life right so you're just like doing it you get up you go to work you work 12 hours, you're exhausted, you come home, you eat 3000 calories at the end of the night because you didn't have time to eat at, at the salon. And, and you're just, you're you don't have meaningful conversations with your kids or your family. You just like, you're just, your mind's grow. It's like blown. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. It's a cigarette butt sitting in an ashtray. Like it's just dust. So what, so then, Okay. What happens, and this is in a lot of like self-help, self-care, like this idea of shifting your mindset is not unique to MBR and their training. It's literally pick up any book about bettering your life and they're all going to talk about somehow shifting and changing your thoughts, right? It's that Disney song, a tale as old as time. That's what mindset is. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it's it's just a subtle shift and painting this possibility of okay what can i have and it it's it's literally like what you believe about yourself that's the mindset that we're talking about are are you worth being able to take weekends off is it worth are are you as a person are you valuable enough that you can say hey i'm not going to work this evening i'm not i'm only going to work one evening a week or whatever that is or that you're you're charging for your time because like your kids need you. So I don't know, I guess so mindset, it's just, it's your view of yourself, (laughs) of the world and, and how you look at it. And I think this is part of mindset too. This is such an intense like thing to even really talk about. I feel like it really is because it's everything. It's everything because then you have like, are you a victim of life? And what has happened to you in your circumstances? Or are you somebody that like you, you use that to fuel you, right? So what's your mindset? Are we victims in our own businesses or do we run our own businesses? Are you a victim of your circumstances in life or, or do you, you know, and of course there are things in life that yes, happen that are out of our control, of course, but it's how you respond from that. How, what, Gosh, I don't, I feel like I'm just fumbling over my words because I'm, you're not, I have you're so doing, much I want to say that you're I'm doing not, great. I'm like you're making, jumping all over the place, but no, it just makes how sense. How do you come back from life's hardships? Those are things that, that shift your mindset. Right. And so it's just, it's so intense because it, your mind, there's like, I forget the saying, there's some saying that's like, you control your mind, you control your life. 
I think that's a saying. If not, I just made it up, but I don't think I did. Trademark that. (laughs) But for real, like our minds are so much more powerful than I think any of us give them credit for, like credit for. Um, You, you literally can, and I hate, you can set, you can do anything you set your mind to, but it's true. It really is 100% true. It's just how much do you believe that? And so I think the mindset shift for me started with, well, what, what do you want? Like, what do you want out of your business and out of your life? Because a lot of us don't know if you have never sat down and put a pen to paper and written out truly what you want out of the life that you're living, how do you know where to go or how to get there? You don't. And I think too, Haley, like for me, I don't necessarily think I even knew what I want, but this is why it's so important to stay connected, to reach out to people, to, to, if you're in, in a toxic salon or in a salon that's negative to get the F out of there because you don't know a lot, a lot of times some people are better. I think Haley, you're actually really good at this about conceptualizing, um, possibilities without, without having like a basis for what that even is. But like, I need to be shown that. So like what NBR did for me is they literally showed me women who were making six figures or just what was a lot of money to me, more than like $20,000 a year that I was making, you know? Mm -hmm. And they said like, this is possible. And like, you're cute and you're smart and you're very capable. So like, you don't get to sit out on the bench. Like this is a, this is, this is possible for you. So like, I didn't even have a goal or know what I wanted until I saw people doing something that internally, I always kind of, like that dug at me or I knew was out there, but I didn't actually know what it looked like, what it meant and um, what was entailed. And then when I saw it, I was like, that's, I like that and I can do that. But like, you know, I I'm easily influenced in positive ways and I need leaders. So that's why it was so important um, for me to do that training. And I think you know, this podcast is like us doing our part, you know, at our part of the journey to kind of tell people like, you don't have to put up with things like Haley and I have rules and boundaries and like happy clients and we're not miserable, you know, like, yeah. but it's like some people don't even know it's a possibility at, at all. And yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I, it's like, how do you, how does somebody without, okay, because let's face it, not everybody can afford to, or not everybody wants to do extensions. So it's like, how do people find that? How do people find that without that training? I don't know. Cause I they find people who are doing it and they, okay. So this is how, like, I learned to turn what could have easily been like, you know, Haley and I both had children very young and, um, you know, we have things that we could really, really have let, let, like we have ways where we could have turned into victims. Like we could have been like, oh, I was a pregnant teen and I just didn't have any money and nobody like was there for me or whatever. But like, instead we were like, no, we're smart and we can push through. But like, I found that I didn't start doing that until I saw people specifically in my industry like when I found out uh Garrett and Danielle like you know had a crappy relationship and had been through stuff and like you know almost went bankrupt and stuff I was like oh okay like they know like they know adversity they face struggles and like until you see that in other people or you find successful people it's why I love people like Bobby Bones or like Casey Neistat like these you know like a radio DJ or a YouTube star who were like, Oh no, like I had a really shitty like upbringing, but you can not be a victim to that. And you can tell yourself a different story. And then you're able to relate to people Mm. who've also had adversity and then they've done better for themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like, do you, do you let that continue to be your story? Or do you just say like, no, I know other people turn this around. I'm going to do that too. Yeah. You, you have to change your story. You write, we are writing our own stories every single day. And I think, I guess that's where you start. You have to sit and decide every day, what are you going to get up? What's the intention for today? The intention for your life and what things can you do today and right now that are going to put you on the path to achieve those things? And if, if that's not somewhere you can reach in your mind, or if you just feel like that's corny, I can't do that. I would honestly encourage you to, we, um, I'm very affected, uh, like by the people I'm around. Yeah. So if, if I'm around people who don't have, are in alignment with me or, you know, can't be a shoulder to lean on if I have like a negative moment or if I get down, um, <clears throat> then it spirals fast for me. So I have to not only make sure I'm like surrounded by people who have, you know, business upward mobility who are like, yes, I'm capable of doing this. I'm striving to do this. I have goals. I'm excited. Hannah, you're doing great. Like, this is what I, I think you need feedback on. You could do better. This is what I think you're excelling in and then are able to get feedback from me in the same way. Um, <clears throat> I think if you, if you don't have people around that are like, genuinely your cheerleaders not like um passive aggressively trying to figure out what you're doing for their own needs like mm. you need genuine positive people around you in order to stay in like a mindset that's healthy and I think that's why NBR you know they have been successful because they do kind of create a um a club of like no excuses. Yeah. But, but they'll talk it out with you too. You know, if you really are the training we did, if we were really struggling or if like we had a bad day, like somebody within our mastermind of like 60 or hundred people would be like willing, you know, to be there with us. Yeah. But if you're in a salon that just doesn't understand that, or if you're living in a household with, you know, a partner or whatever, um, or a best friend that like, isn't going to help you turn an or a negative into a positive, like get out of that. Yeah. And I know that, I know it just sounds like easy for me to be like, get out of it, but I'm like, or sink. I, Cause you have, you have to have a support group. I agree. I actually, I was with, I spend a lot of time with my family. You guys know, I love my family. I'm probably weirdly obsessed with them for a lot of you. And like, that's fine. I don't think it's weird at all. So, and I've realized that I don't even know if I want to say this, but cause I just say it. It's, it is so important to surround yourself with people who share the same values and find this importance in the same things that you do. So whether that's your family, I'm fortunate enough that it's, it's my whole family. My whole family thinks the same way that I do about, about business, about life and about, you know, like you, we truly think the world is at your fingertips. You can get whatever you want out of life. Um, and I'm, I'm fortunate in that. And Hannah, you're so right. Like they say what you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I, I'm going to be honest, like I have a hard time spending long amounts of time with people that I I'm not aligned with. And oh, for sure. it, because it's so hard when you are talking about when you're, it, let's just say in business and in hair, like if I'm sitting here you're asking my advice on, Hey, what, what can I do to change my business? How can I move forward? How can I make these positive changes and, and have a, a different business? And if I'm telling you the, the things that I think you could do and over and over and over, but your mindset isn't there, it's exhausting. Like you can only give somebody the same piece of advice over and over and over for them to either listen to it or not listen to it. And and that's where mindset comes in. Like 
how, what do you think and what do you view? What's your view of the world? Because if, if we're not aligned on the same page and that's not saying it can't ever shift and it can't ever adjust, but you're, you're not even going to see things the same way because we're not even, we're not in the chap, the same chapter of the book. We're not reading the same book. Do you know what I'm saying? I absolutely know what you're saying. I think that's why, um, yeah, Haley, I know exactly what you're saying. And it is when you said like, it's exhausting to you. I think a lot of times that's why when I was growing up, my mom would always say like, you're just so blunt. Like you're just the words, your words are so harsh. And I'm like, because I skip that exhaustion because I'm like, do it or don't do it. Yeah. Like, like that's just how I feel. I'm like, well, if you don't like this, then change. And if you do like this, then continue. Right. But it's like, you know, I understand from this same point of view. It's like, you know, I knew I needed to leave the salon I was in before, you know, for months before I actually left and I bitched about it and um, complained. But, you know, I was actively making a plan to look for a new place, too. It wasn't like I just sat there miserable. But I know what you mean, Haley. It is exhausting. And that's why a lot of times, like, I think people just aren't ready. And it's like, you're just talking, you're just talking to a brick wall when people aren't ready. And it's like, I don't know what it is inside of people that, that like, it's, it's that switch. Like they have to find their own switch. And I think you have to learn that, that like, that, um, um, obstacles mm-hmm. are valuable. Like that's what it is. It's like, you don't get success by asking people, how are you successful? And then following that plan. Like, no, you like get success by like doing really, really hard shit and then failing at it and then doing it again and then failing again and then being really embarrassed and then like following through, you know, it's like, yes, you don't get success by, in a book or because you go to a coaching thing like right you do hard stuff yes that's it I that's it completely agree I'm gonna try to find I have my notebook right here I'm gonna try to find this quote I I don't know who said it so don't get mad at me if I'm okay hold on I would never get mad at you I know for taking the time to share your write it down wonderful words um i think a good rule of thumb too i'll just talk while you're looking for that mm-hmm. um is one thing i learned in my mba program that i did was do the hard work first mm. so <clears throat> i think like and it's just you know it's like the same thing it's like the hillbilly saying like if you got to eat a turd you eat it fast but it's, it's just like, whatever is challenging, whatever is hard, just like start with that because then number one, you have more time to kind of figure it out, whatever it is. And then also it's like you break through that resistance that we were talking about, like right at the beginning. Right. So it's saying that, I don't, I don't remember the, the what are you reading from? No, just, just a sure. book that I was taking notes on that I'm, I'm in a course that I'm working through that, um, I, and so it was this quote of like, you failure, like, I don't success is like when you can fail over and over and over again, but you still have, and I'm butchering this, I'm butchering it completely. It sounds great to me. You fail over and over and over again, but you still have the energy and the grit to come back and keep trying even after you fail. So it's just like, and not even looking at it as a failure. That's where I hate that word because it's like, no, it's, it's always just a lesson. Just Um, another rung in the ladder. Yeah. It's Bobby Bunn's, um, second book quote fail until you don't like it's just like Mm -hmm. do it until you can do it and then do something else you can't do yeah no I agree but and and it gets easier to it gets actually more fun I think too like 
once you do something like either just something you didn't even weren't even aware was like going to be a challenge or once you like complete a task or whatever that you put off or you thought was hard and then even if you like suck at it or if it goes bad like there's this like feeling that like kind of gets you high where you're like I don't even care if that sucked but like I just did that 100% and it's like addicting because then you're like I'm doing hard stuff like this is living life that's you know like yes and that's what I think creates that um desire for more because the things when you first start the things that seem impossible right like when when you found out Hannah that you're gonna have to let your entire clientele go so you can make room for extension clients that seems terrifying and impossible and so hard but then you do it once and then you're like wow okay I can do that again and you you keep doing it and guess what it gets easier every time and before you know it it you're done you've done you've done it all and what once looked like a mountain it it's in your rearview mirror and you're like huh that was just like a hill but then completing that astronomical task that's setting you up for a task that was even bigger than that one eventually or that was even bigger than what you thought the previous one was but guess what yeah, it's still hard and it's still scary, but it's not quite as scary and it's not quite as hard. And that's like, it's creating a snowball effect of moving you forward and propelling you forward. And that is what I think is super interesting about, you know, like tracking how much money you're making and how, um, because it's, it's about so much more than money. And if it, if it's not, I I think uh, I, I hate to say, I think you're doing it wrong. Of course, you always want to be profitable in your business. Always. That's the point. Yeah. Yes. That's the point. Unless you're a 504 nonprofit, like, and then still you have to pay yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you have to eat. It's, and what I mean, it's so much more than about money. Like, okay, you hit X amount of dollars in a year. Let's say it's $100,000. Say you hit $100,000 in a year and you're like, holy cow. I never dreamed that doing hair because you know that's like the thing well you're not going to make any money doing hair but when you hit that hurt first hundred thousand dollars you're like okay I just did what I thought was impossible what else can I do and that's where it turns into this addicting it's almost like a high that's the high in itself and again it's it's not about the money it is but it's not it's about what you're capable of does that make sense yeah, dude. I think it can be different for, um, cause I'm not super money oriented, but I am like, um, thing oriented. Mm. So I completely understand what you're saying. Whereas you're more, um, I'm more decorative and in, in my display of like reward and stuff like that. Whereas you like truly look at the money. I'm like, Oh, I can get these, you know, awesome pair of jeans or whatever that I could never <laughs> afford before, you know, like, whereas, yes. You know, so I, it doesn't matter. It's all the same thing that we're talking about. You know, it's like, it's like leveling up. And then, I mean, I, I just think it's important to, to keep surrounding yourself by people that are continuing to level up. I don't want to say this, but I feel like this is the truth. It, it's like, if you're leveling up faster than someone else, or if there's a huge like gap and, you know, levels that you've jumped or another person has jumped, it is hard to continue. Even if you're both moving upward, it's hard to continue to like support each other. And it's kind of like, that's why MBR was a good place. Cause there was like different people at different levels and you could always connect with somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think if it's like, if it's, I don't know, I guess maybe not. I don't know. I just, I really like to be able to like, relate one-on-one to people in a way where I'm like, yeah, we're both moving forward, but like, we're kind of talking about the same thing. Yeah. Which is why I think it's hard for us to also relate to like newer extension stylists who are just now, you know, like breaking through those first barriers. Cause we're we're like, yeah, we get it. And it's going to get better. But like, you don't want to like talk down to, uh, you know what I mean? 
So, uh, yeah, I do. I, this is, I, I don't know if I've said this to you. I think I did, but maybe not on the podcast. This is where my frustration with education comes in with like training because when I think especially learning extensions, right? I think people go into it looking for somebody to completely save them. And that is what I have a hard time with. I don't, because I get excited when I just know what's ahead of them when they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm just starting on my extension journey. I'm like, Holy shit. Like you, you have no idea what you're in for. And I'm so excited for the journey of, of what you're going to do. If you put in the work. Yes. Like and you that, don't skip steps. Yes. And that is what I struggle with when it's like, you know, people, I think they go into XYZ education and they are wholeheartedly expecting the education itself to, um, they think it's just like going to be quick and easy of, okay, I'm going to learn this. And then all of these other things are going to fall into place. And that's, that's not the case like at all. So that's where my frustration is. And then when it's in turn, the stylist turns around and blames the method or the training that they're receiving. They're like, well, it's not working for me, but like, okay, you've been doing it for a month or two months, or you've had, you've done three clients. And like, that's not the method's fault. That's not the, or you're not using like the right, like perfect example, Haley, sorry. I, this is just the train of thought. And it's like a perfect example of it. I have switched over a lot of clients from different beta methods lately or methods they thought were MBR or maybe. So anyways, yesterday I removed what it was MBR beating, but the problem is, is whoever put this in didn't see the whole thing through. Like she didn't, I can tell she, they fell off at some point because there was machine tied wefts. Mm. They used completely different string for the bead as they did um, when they did when they were stitching. Mm. Um, the beads were way too tight to the head. And I'm like, okay, I recognized it as MBR, but I'm like, but they didn't follow through. Mm. They weren't using the right tools. They weren't using the correct hair. Their string wasn't, the, you know, yeah. wasn't even right. And it's like, they are the type of stylists who are going to be like, my MBR clients are leaving me. MBR sucks. And I'm like, no, sis, this isn't MBR. Mm. Like you can't, this, this isn't it. You yeah. skip steps. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I completely agree, Hannah, like what you get out, what you put in, right? Like, absolutely. So if you're living and breathing, practicing every day, your extension method, whatever your extension method of choice is, if you're practicing every day, you're going to be leaps and bounds ahead of somebody who's practicing once a week, once a month, if they're practicing at all. And that's something that's so important truly to, to think about. Like you're, you're not just going to learn it and be good. And honestly, this is where I messed up with my IBE training. When I first, you guys, I taught, I was very open with how much I was struggling with IBE and it's because I went into it so freaking cocky. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna <laughs> that's me videos. right now. I'm just gonna that's literally me right videos. now. I'll learn it in a week and then I'll just go into the salon and like my next few clients, I'll just start doing it. And so when it was hard and I was struggling, it was like somebody had poured cold water on me in the middle of night, in the middle of when I was sleeping, because I was like, holy shit, what just happened? why is this so difficult? But what, of course, what do I expect? Like I was practicing every single day with MBR. Why did I think the same wouldn't apply with IBE? Of course, I'm not going to excel at it and be good at it instantly. Yeah. They're similar. They're both beaded extension methods. They're not the same though. So it's so funny, like that disconnect in my mind, you still have it. You still you, know, you want to skip steps. You do. You, want, you, you want to skip steps and you look at people who are three steps ahead of you and you just want to be where they are instead of hopping on the journey, taking your own journey and, you know, building what's going to building your foundation 
you just want to be ahead. And that's not, that's not how it works. Like you, the success is found in the journey. Yeah. The obstacle is the way it's always, but it's, it's crazy because like, it's like, because IBE didn't tell us the exact same thing that MBR told us, which was like, you have to practice every single day. You have to practice Mm. every single day. Like, I'm not even kidding. You have to practice every single day. Actually, we're going to like kind of be mean to you if we don't have proof that you're practicing every single day. And then you start doing it and you're like, oh, okay. But like, we know that to be true. So Mm. like, when you were struggling with IBE, you're like, oh, I have to practice every single day. Duh. I know that. Yeah. But I think that's where some methods like it just goes back to shit. You just everybody needs people to tell them what to do. Literally accountability. And if if oh my gosh. if you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna do this and like eventually I'll get better, like, no, you won't. You'll suck really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's not anyone's fault but yours. Like you don't yeah, you don't get to take your driver's test when you've been driving for a day. Like right. you have to learn stuff. Right. But that's where I think too, like, I, I don't know what, um, or how, or if it was just a coincidence that like NBR kind of set us up for like mindset and, um, repetitions and all that stuff, but it truly worked. And I think that's why, um, what I see is a lot of like previously trained NBR stylists, like excelling in other methods if they want to, because, they have the mindset. Yes. I, yes, totally agree. And you can like listen to us say that, but like, unless I feel like you actually know what we're talking about, then it's like, it's literally like when the military breaks people, I feel like, <laughs> like we've been broken and put back together and we know what that means and what it entails. So like, we know how to succeed now in certain ways, you know? Right. I completely completely agree I just I I think you can get that from other points of of accountability or of coaching or whatever um uh, other than MBR obviously but I agree you know that's just our experience yeah um but I I think that goes into show though a lot of trainings business trainings personal growth trainings they all start with mindset stuff they all do And accountability. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people, they almost, they get annoyed by it and they get frustrated because they're like, what does this have to do with whatever I'm trying to learn? Like, but until you, until you know, you know, like it's until you experience it, you're not going to know, but it's your mind is the most important part of everything. That's what I'm trying to say. I think we could have not said this whole podcast and just said, like, capturing your mind, controlling your thoughts, your outlook on life, and your mindset, positive or negative, controls everything. And then we could have just been done. (laughs) I like the 48 minutes of words, though. I do, too. I hope. I I feel like I was all over the place. But I I don't know. It just. No, I I think. It's the most important thing. It really is. And you recognize it once you've been through it once. So the training I did, the business training I did in the spring, um, did they use the same tactics as like my MBR training. And that's why I was like, oh, yes, I like this because they it's forceful. It's literally forceful. So they're like, you have 30 days to complete these 13 projects. You have to be on Zoom calls four nights a week for at least three hours. And you're just like, what the, like, what, what's the point? Like, ew, like this is so much time, but it's like, well, you signed up for it. So like, you can't not do it. So do the work. And then you get delusional. You get to this point where you're like, I'm like writing all these papers and doing all these interviews and like, oh my gosh. But then you have this product, you know, this this idea or this well thought out uh, draft or plan at the end of it. And you're like, I don't even know what just happened. I can't think or talk to anyone, but like, that feels really good because like I got something accomplished because I was forced to. Uh, Absolutely. And because like I paid money to do this and I'm in a group of people who are like, Oh, Hey, did you like, get that done because that would be pretty embarrassing if you didn't you know what I mean yeah 
And it's like, that's just human nature. So I, you know, unless you have a really cool brain and can just like work around that, it's like surround yourself with people who are like, Hey, you're falling off. Do some work. Yeah. I, I agree. I think there are a lot of people, maybe I don't think there are a lot of people. I think there are some people who just have it and they can just take it and run with it. I think there are some people who don't need quite as much accountability and handholding as others. Yeah. They're like those freaks who can sleep like four hours a night and they're like literally perfectly healthy. It's like a, yeah, it's like, it's almost like a defective gene that like works in their favor. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm not kidding. Yeah. So I don't know. That's not me though. So back yeah. to work. Same at all. <laughs> Same. I think this was great. Okay. I hope so. I, I feel like I was so annoying. You weren't annoying at all. I feel like you, I just what? feel like I couldn't take that back. Articulate because I was like, I feel so passionately about this that I, I can't even say what I'm trying to say because I think it's so important. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to say it. Too. I That's know just, it's like, you know, my way is like obstacles the way, like, you know, yeah. and that's what nails it for me is I'm like, there's something in your way and it's hard and you either, you can't go around it. You have to go through the thing but like it can be said a gazillion different ways it means the same thing though right well good i hope this was beneficial um for at least one person well you know it helped me so if it helped you that's too yeah well it anytime i sit and talk and think about mindset stuff it's so um it's so motivating to me and it's, it just makes me excited because it's like, it's right here. It, I have, I already have like all the power within myself that I need and as cheesy as that sounds, but it's almost just affirming it and just being extra aware of like, no, like you've, you've already, you already know what you need to do. You already have what you need inside of you. Like it's already there. It's just unlocking it and doing it. Yeah. It's, it's just, um, producing like whatever it is, like just make something. Yeah, absolutely. Write something, take a picture of something, like say something, make a video. But, and if you're just a, a passive, um, viewer, it doesn't count. Yeah. So agree. All right, guys. Well, hopefully this resonated. Hopefully you guys enjoyed um thank you for listening we love you so much happy sunday happy sunday and we'll chat with you guys soon all right bye i love you bye bye